You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Million Dollar Listing After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Million Dollar Listing After Show. Love it. Welcome, welcome everyone to the million dollar listing New York After Buzz After Show. And guess what? This is the reunion. This is it. It's done. Yeah. Yep. We had the season finale last week and now this is us reunited yes. and we're gonna I don't know if it feels so good though. I don't think it felt too good to them either. <laughs> it did not look like it felt very good. No, it isn't. I'm Especially Jocelyn Polite and I am here with my lovely, beautiful, fun co-host. Hello, I'm Laura Nebersol. All right, then we are gonna talk about what's been going on with these guys since yeah. the show ended. Because I'm assuming it ended months before the reunion. Mm-hmm. And uh they have the reunion and then well, let's, we find out what goes on. Yes, but let's talk about first things first. Okay. Who did their makeup? Thank you. Right. Jesus. You know what? What is going on? And I know we touched on this before. Well, because we saw the preview and Ryan looked like he had some sort of bad spray tan or something. But then it turns out all of their makeup was just really, really orangey and thick. Who's the makeup artist? I don't know. And Ryan's teeth were blinding me. It's just, it was very unnatural. I did not understand what was going on. Well, you know, it was distracting because I I looked and I said, Ryan looked like he had a bad tan, obviously. And he had the raccoon eye thing going because it it was white around his eyes. Mm -hmm. And then everything is like super tan and it doesn't look natural. Luis looked like he maybe went in for a spray tan. Like they got a two for one. And his hair is like pompadoured. And I I don't know what was going on. I thought maybe it was like the group activity before the reunion. But it looks so bad and I mean and you know what let's just talk about the reunion because I'm going to be honest I don't know how I feel about the all-male reunion yeah I see what you're saying you know I'm used to watching reunions on Bravo and Mm -hmm. I'm used to the women in the ball gowns and the cat scratching and you know you know cussing each other out and everything but I don't know if I'm used to the guys having a sit down to talk about how they treated each other well also I think guys aren't always is open about feelings or don't necessarily like talking about feelings. So it was a lot of like, I, there, I just, it seemed like a, a lot of hesitancy. It wasn't all, I mean, some things people got a bit emotional and there was crying yeah. and, and a bit of, you know, back and forth, but nobody, yeah, no one's hair was getting pulled out. No, it wasn't. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that, but mm-hmm. it, it was interesting, I guess, to say the least. I mean, it was, it definitely didn't have the real estate aspects that we love so much, but no. you know, they did talk about how they felt and what type of season they had and how they felt about each other. And, you know, let's just dive in a little bit with Frederick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we already open up the seats are set with Frederick by himself, Ryan and Luis on their own side. So we already know that there's going to be some attack. And I felt really bad for him. I thought that they kind of went at him and in an inappropriate way, he was I felt like Frederick really didn't want to be there. 
Yeah, I didn't feel like Frederick wanted to be there either. And and I think it's I think it's also that Frederick has, I mean, which we saw later, Frederick has some things going on. I think there's just some things going on in life yeah. that are very distracting for him. And I just don't think he was into having this out on the couch like that. And, no. and you're right. The way it's positioned and then Andy's in the, in the position of being the instigator. instigator. I'm sorry, mediator. <laughs> instigator, but, mediator. But I mean, in his it, case, they mean the same thing. They do. They do mean the yeah. same thing because he kind of went in on them, and it's almost for a second seemed like the way that he was asking questions. It seemed like three against one because it seemed like oh, he yeah. was. Yeah, it he was. He wanted to get a rise out of Frederick. Yeah, I, it almost felt malicious. I didn't like it. I didn't really like it either. But um, they started off with what happened. Well, they talked a little bit about what happened last season mm-hmm. between Frederick and Ryan because I guess. Under the table, that's the biggest rivalry, you know, is yeah. these two. You know, Luis has come up into it, but Frederick and, and Ryan and what happened last season. So let, let, let's briefly go over what happened last season. Um, Ryan, Ryan had a listing and Frederick and him got into it. Frederick did some things. I think he lied about a listing mm-hmm. and there was some negative bad energy there. Ryan got him back by, <laughs> having this listing inviting people and then making it seem as though he was going to play one uh, of his one gay of porn. porns yeah because if for those who don't know uh frederick was a rather successful gay porn star award-winning yes, gay porn star. solo performance <laughs> i'm sorry it just cracked me up right but yeah and it's in his sock drawer and he has uh-huh. several of them but he had best solo performance mm-hmm. and he's not you know the thing that i like about it is that he's not really embarrassed i mean he's he's no, like it's he's something not. that i did i have no regrets about it it's what i did and but that's the thing is that he said listen everybody in that room knows it's not a secret i don't regret it which then louise says really because yeah. you should. And that was a bit much. It was a bit Telling much. Telling him that he should regret it. You know, obviously he's made peace with it. He, you know, enough so that he's he's very open about it. I thought that was a bit rude of Luis. Uh, but, you know, he says they all knew. And, of course, and Ryan's like, it was a joke. Nobody knew. I thought that was a bit mean. Yeah, because Frederick was really, I mean, and I know this was last season, but this brings us to why they have this issue and this problem. Well, mm-hmm. they didn't. they didn't resolve it. You know, Ryan apologized, but it was in that Ryan malicious catty he 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 way and they really didn't get through it. And so now they're bringing it back on the table and Andy's bringing it up and he's Mm -hmm. saying, you know, what happened? Well, they're talking about name calling and all this. And again, I'm like looking at a couch full of men and we're talking about, well, you (laughs) called me names. Well, you said names to me and you and I kind of got Ryan's point because Ryan said, you know, look, I'm from Boston. Like we break each other's balls pretty much like, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it gives you tough skin. You like, you know, you break this person's balls. They break. But come on like you can't do that with frederick he's emotional he's sensitive yeah you have to know who to do that with mm-hmm. he's not like your know guy your on audience. the corner yeah he's know your audience yeah and the thing is sure if you just met him and something happened fine but he knows his audience by now and he knows when he's doing these things to frederick that he is pushing buttons and he's loving it <laughs> yeah he is getting extreme satisfaction of pushing those buttons no he is and so again it's unresolved because mm-hmm. they still basically don't like each other or respect each other and no. there's still just such a major rivalry going on i thought it was interesting when they talked about and i know you know andy brought up uh, that Frederick had the highest real estate sales. Yes, and, and has yeah, for every season. Every single season. Mm-hmm. And this is what, season three. So mm-hmm. for three seasons, he's had the highest real estate sales. And he was asking Ryan, are you jealous? Mm-hmm. And Ryan's like, no. You know? Yeah, well, I, you know, Ryan made a, a comment about Frederick hiding behind his team. 
Yeah. Which, you know, making a, a reference to him, you can just go to Tahiti and hide behind what I was saying that these deals, all this money he was making wasn't even of his own doing. Because they're saying that he has a very big team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has, I believe, 12 uh, members as part of his team, real estate mm-hmm. brokers in New York and 55 in, in, in Scandinavia. Yeah. So he has this big team. So that's basically Ryan is saying, like, you don't really have to work that hard, which that's a jab. You uh-huh. know what I mean? But he's saying that, like, no, you know, I'm not really jealous. But the interesting thing with Ryan to fold in is that uh, the gimmicks and everything that they were talking about, because Frederick thinks that Ryan is gimmicky, you know, with the commercial and all of mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And Ryan was basically saying, um, I, I focused on the story of real estate. He said that in the past, he's focused on making the money mm-hmm. and how much he can sell and everything like that. And he wanted to focus more on the story, which is probably why they brought in, you know, the property that was 80s like and, mm-hmm. and the, the one really with the creepy baby things. dolls and yeah. then the one with the sky garage. Well, I wonder if some of this also plays into Ryan's acting background. Yeah. I wonder if part of him... It seems like, you know, he loves real estate. He's good at what he does. But this show awarded him an opportunity to really perform. And it seems like he kind of favored that to the real estate. I mean, listen, he still made $1.7 million in commissions. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, not too shabby for focusing on stories anyway. Well, he did great. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. this uh, this season, he did great. I don't, I didn't find, actually, I enjoyed it. I don't know how you felt about I it. Too. I enjoyed I it. It was different. It. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Frederick had a lot of, I enjoy watching Frederick and I enjoy watching him negotiate and all of that. But I thought Ryan had a different spin on it. I mean, you know, he gave like a neon party and I mean, he just did things that were different. And you know what was so great about it was that Ryan saw it that way and Frederick saw it differently. And had we seen them both do the same thing, it wouldn't have been as fascinating for the viewer anyway. Right. So it's better that they both saw it, saw it differently. Um, but Frederick made a good point in reference to Ryan's listings. He said, you know, all listings, all um, properties sold in New York are public record. So you can check them. You can and check you can. them. Yeah, because he was asking him about the Sky Garage, which is twenty three mm-hmm. million dollars, and he said that it's overpriced. It should be around fifteen million. Yes. And he said, um, but you can check and see. He was telling the public basically, you can check mm-hmm. and see, you know, to the viewers, check yeah. and see if it gets sold and for how much. I actually, I felt like Frederick was really not trying to start anything. I felt like he was there and just trying to be sort of peaceful, and then they just kind of kept poking him. Yeah. And then he would come out and he would say certain things. But uh, I felt like he was trying to stay calm. Well, I feel like this season, Frederick, uh, the thing that's been different about him, the past seasons, he's kind of, you know, gone in on poking the other people, you know, the other Mm -hmm. two brokers. You know, I think the first season, it was a totally different broker. And then they brought in Luis last season. But I think this time he really focused on just his business and his personal life. And so... The reunion is just chock full of like bringing up the past mm-hmm. where Frederick is concerned, you know? Yeah. And so the only thing you can really say is that I believe that I do believe one fact is that Frederick knows how to dish it out, but he doesn't know how to take it. I think when you turn it back around on him, yeah, he, you know, he's just not good at taking it. But mm-hmm. I don't think they had a whole lot to focus on with Frederick. Well, no, except Derek. Well, yeah. Now that. That was that sad was, that because was, I think that, that we saw something that he heard for the for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think so? I don't think. I think so. I, you know, obviously this topic of babies came up and it's such a, a rough one because Derek's not ready. Frederick wants to have Mila right away. Um, but Derek came out and said, I don't want babies ever. And I think he actually came out 
on on this reunion show and said that. I think so. Because it, it was hit such a shock. Frederick like a boulder and oh, it the look took on everything for him not to fall apart. Yeah, and it, it, we would see the when they were showing the clips of the whole baby situation and we could see him in the the little screen. Um it looked like he was really angry and then when we saw it again, it he was just trying to hold back tears and he was making this weird you know, motion with his mouth. And right. I think it was just, well, he was shaking just, even. Yeah. Just trying yeah. to hold it he together. Oh yeah. He was just being attacked from all sides. And yeah. Especially when it comes to Derek. I mean, well, that's it was, pushed him over. It's really rough. Cause I mean, you could tell that they have a lot of love for each other, but Derek, he doesn't want to be a housewife or a house husband. He is not, that, that's just something he doesn't want to do. I know he said it time and time again, mm-hmm. but Frederick feels like you just make it work and you just make it happen. And you can't always go in. I mean, some people go into babies like that, like, you can just, I, we were talking before, you know, the show and, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, you know, they're, they're cute and wonderful and they smell good when they're clean. Yay. Let's just go. <laughs> but you know, it, you can't really go into it like that without a plan. I think Derek is somebody that wants a plan. And he's mm-hmm. like, you are not going to just leave this baby with me because he knows Frederick's not going to slow down. I mean, you're sitting here, you know, he just won an award for, mm-hmm. you know, all of the things that he's done. And then you're sitting here patting him on the back saying that he's sold the most in real estate on the show. And then all of a sudden he's going to stop and, you know, burp Mila and yeah. change her diapers. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So I get where Derek's coming from, but I just think that poor Frederick heard that for the first time. Uh, and so yeah. that was pretty painful to watch and had everybody crying. And then Luis, but, uh, and then Luis went and jumped right in and favored Derek. And it almost felt like he was favoring Derek just to get under Frederick's skin. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But then I was, I was really proud. Ryan said, you know, I listen, I just think that you would make it work. And I thought that was really cool that that was his actual belief. And regardless of his feelings for Frederick, yeah. he said, you know, and then of course, Amelia, just was totally sympathizing. Yeah, absolutely. Because she doesn't, I mean, mm-hmm. I was surprised at, at Ryan's response to all of that. Cause he, Ryan mm-hmm. was basically saying, Hey, you know, it's a baby. You never know what happens. You just kind of have to go in and make it work. Yes. Didn't expect that as a Ryan response uh-uh. at all. I thought Ryan would be the type of person where everything has to be strategically planned out. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. You know, so I don't know, Amelia, you may have baby coming. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. He that white, like that white dress was, was pretty form fitting. I didn't it see was. it. It was. She looked good. She looked good. But let's talk about Andy and, uh, and, and Derek. Andy has a little crush on Derek, huh? Oh, yeah. I felt like Derek didn't want to be there either. I feel like Derek didn't want to be there for this entire show. No. I feel like he's kind of annoyed by the whole thing. Cause even when Andy was kind of, you know, just doing a little trying to do some banter with him yeah about being the perfect man thanks that's great yeah he doesn't care he doesn't he doesn't care i don't think he cares about the camera thing i don't think he cares about all that i think he goes along with it because it's Mm -hmm. frederick and he loves him and and that whole thing and but he's not into all of this i'm wondering how compatible are they yeah, I don't know. Well, that's interesting because that woman from, I believe it was New Jersey, wrote in and asked Andy to ask the question, would you consider a divorce if babies aren't in the future? And Frederick said, no, no way. I love this man. There's no way I'm going to divorce him. So, and says he could, he thinks he can beat him down because he's a good negotiator. So it'll be interesting. Well, he's to still going to try to, he's still going to try to get, you know, what he wants, but yeah, you know. I don't know. Let's let's try to see how what we can work. You know, do you know the summer is on Saturday? Begins. Oh, summer solstice. Yep. First day of summer. Fun. So. Break out those shorts and summer dresses. Jocelyn <laughs> and I actually are already in our summer dresses. Yeah, we decided shorts. that we would try to do something summery we're, today. We're ready for spring. We're launching you <laughs> into summer. I just have to get in shape a little bit more. Yeah. Well, Maria. Yeah. Maria's going to help us with that. If you don't have this book, definitely go check it out on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, you know, whichever your purchasing site of, of 
of your desire. Um, did that sentence didn't make sense, but you got what I meant. <laughs> um, there's a really cool tip that I read in here about soup. And it makes soup. me want to eat more soup. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, that's a good tease. Right? Okay. All right. Right? It sounds like a good soup. Okay, you don't yeah. have to say any more I than mean, that. Unless, uh, all I'm saying is soup and skinny. Wow. Okay. So soup and look, skinny. It's summer is Saturday. And Amazon. It's never too late to get in shape or change into a healthy lifestyle. So definitely pick up the book and, and give it a read and enjoy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's talk about Louise. Oh, Louise. He had a hard time. He did. He well, did. first of all, they talked about Frederick and Louise because you can't really talk about Louise unless you talk about Frederick because <laughs> they had their the big truth. blowout. And they, again, because it was Frederick, they had to talk about last season mm-hmm. where Frederick threw a drink on Louise because of some bad they deal. They really like throwing things at each other. They do. <laughs> they do. And it's just so Bandanas inappropriate. in the mouth, drinks on people's heads. Yeah, see, everything. I could never probably be on Bravo because somebody threw something at me. I can't with the whole throwing thing. And they love to throw drinks. And I flip tables, but that's Bravo. But yeah. um, <laughs> Luis was having um, a rough time. And I'm going to dive right into his personal life because I just feel Go like that's it. what we, Okay. So in talking about his personal life, of course, he's the only one there that doesn't have someone mm-hmm. there. And poor Luis goes about, he talks about Fiorella, who is still in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. This was his only, this is the only girlfriend he's ever had. How old is Luis? Luis is, yes, Luis is 27, going on 28. All right. No, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. I'm not going to all write it. That's a problem. You, how have, how is My this your right only was more girlfriend? like, okay, that's oh. a fact. <laughs> that's just so, but this is your only girlfriend ever? Yeah. Yeah. Ever? And it didn't seem, it seemed like that was only a year. If I remember correctly, they were together for a bit in Puerto Rico. She came out to New York for a bit, and then that was kind of the end of it. I, I, I mean, it was just awkward when we yeah. saw him with her for the first time. It almost didn't seem real. Well, the whole thing was awkward because they were when when they showed their scene. He was in the rowboat. Remember, he was mm-hmm. rowing the boat. It was romantic, but yet he's getting closure. Like it was just an odd thing between them. Anyway, it was weird. She didn't seem like she was really as emotional as he was. So I'm assuming no. that she broke it off. And broke his heart. But something about this woman, when it comes up, he cries. I don't know what happened. I'm like, did she cheat on him? I don't know what I the deal know. was. Well, he but... really lost it in this reunion. And I mean, he said he said he's not in love with her still, but she basically represents him losing himself when getting into a relationship. Which I understand. A lot of people have that yeah. fear. Like, I, I, I'm really successful when I'm with a woman or a man, whatever, and I have to, I feel like I have to please this person and make them happy, and I lose a portion of myself. But that's also called, it's kind of called codependency. It definitely well. is. You're trying to make somebody happy, which is a fault in its own. So it sounds like he needs to work through that, where he can be himself and be in a relationship. Well, something is really wrong. Because, I, you know, okay. If you're what, in, what are you going to say? <laughs> a lot. Hold a on, lot. I, I need a sip of water. Yes. If okay, this is his only relationship, oh, and it was the thing that broke his heart and all of that kind of stuff. I'm sorry. You take some time. He's young. You take some time, mm-hmm. and you get over it. You move through it. 
maybe next time you're a little more cautious. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, but you get back in the game. I don't understand this whole thing. He's been out of the dating game for a long time. And, like, what has this thing done to him? I mean, what happened that he was broken down? It's like his entire manhood has been broken down. Yeah. So what well, happened? I'm like, wow. I mean, he said, he was like, you know, I lose myself. And then I go back to being the Louise I was when I first started being with her. And then she no longer wants me. So it seems like he feels like he who he is is being rejected and he has to become this other person in order to be loved. But that other person can't be successful or something along. Or maybe she cheated on him when he went back to. I don't know. I mean, I have never. I look. Okay, I've gone through my share of breakups. I have never been so distraught and broken up that I just can't see the light of day. Mm-hmm. I've been hurt, you know, and it's hurt and I've cried, but I mean, my Lord, but then I'm not a man. So I don't know, you know, how, how men take well, things. Well, we would I'm always sure. think that men get over them faster, right? It looks that way, but That's now it told. looks like something else is, is happening because he's not getting over this and it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of concerning me and he's in tears and he can't stop crying and he's sitting on a couch on television, like bawling. The, barely able to breathe. Yeah, and it continues into the next, into next week. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. This is pretty bad, but. Other than that, he had a good season. Yeah, he did. He had a good year. He made a lot of money. He had he made some a big lot of deals, money. built some great relationships. So way to go, Luis. Yeah, he actually did really well. And, and Andy patted him on the back for that because mm-hmm. he uh, he sold a lot of properties and he came up. You know, I thought in the beginning he was pretty hasty, but he came up. But how was this? The funniest thing was I assumed that they were talking about when Frederick asked Luis to join his team because they were saying like Luis is not really on a team and Mm -hmm. that you need to be on a team and he's like no I don't want to join your team (laughs) I'm my own team but his reasoning was kind of bizarre and Ryan called him out on it where he said that you know I want to be in it myself I want to make my own mistakes and fail and and, yeah I like I like failing I want to like go in and fail and it's like that didn't really make much sense because why not learn from someone who's already been through it and then jump in. And Frederick made note of that. He said, you know, when I started out, I wished that I had not been by myself because I had to do all of those failures. And had I not had to do those, had to have done those failures by myself, I would have been successful far early early on. Like he even said that Luis and Ryan are more successful at the age that they are than Frederick was at that age. Right. And I think Frederick's about 10 years older than Mm -hmm. Frederick's been 37 for two years but okay Frederick you're 37 he looks 37 to me you think I think oh I think think Frederick is definitely like about to kick 40 over (laughs) kick it high kick it I don't think he wanted to enter the 39 zone but I think that's where he is I think Uh he's around like 39 he's probably about to kick 40 over and um, he just doesn't he probably just is not ready to go to the 40 zone but yeah, yeah. he's been 37 I remember the first season or second season he was 37 and now he's still so I'm like oh. okay I understand though because you know when you get in your 30s you start to hush but anyway <laughs> <laughs> so the interesting thing was when Andy actually said to Luis if uh, Ryan were to ask you to join his team would you join and Luis was like no Mm-mm. and I'm like really Ryan looked kind of offended. He was offended. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? He was looking at him like, first, I thought, A, I thought we were cool. It looked like Louise kind of back. All right. They were supposed to be friends. And I'm not saying you have to always agree with your friends. But mm-hmm. it seemed to me like Louise was kind of like giving Ryan a couple of little digs in there that were strange. Like, with one thing with oh, the really? team. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. One thing with the team. And then with the gimmicks. Remember when Frederick was talking about all the gimmicky stuff? He was like, yeah, I probably wouldn't yeah. have done it that way. I probably would have. And I thought to myself... I, yeah, see, I thought he was respectfully disagreeing. No, he was. He was. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I think I had set up in my mind that Luis was kind of, um, 
kind of in it overly with Ryan. And I thought uh-huh. that maybe he was still kind of in that phase of kind of pleasing Ryan a bit. The newlywed stage. There you go. Right. Yeah. You know, when you don't disagree, you're just kind of like, ah, you know, uh-huh. the way you think of it is cute. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I thought he was still at that stage. But it seems to me that he's still he's holding his own, which is good to see. Well, I also think the show has three very distinct personalities. And I think it would almost emasculate Luis in a way if he were to just you know, then become one with somebody else but and work under them That's true. and not be a partner. I think that that would upset him. No, I think, I think you're right about that, but I, I don't like a step back. I don't know if I were, um, if I were Luis, I, I probably would sign on with, I yeah. mean, maybe not Frederick because I know he has trust issues with him, but I, mm-hmm. Ryan, I mean, they worked that deal together. You mean to tell me that you wouldn't team up with him? You did team up with him for a second. Mm-hmm. So, or maybe even just another broker maybe somebody who you have a stronger relationship with and a trust with yeah that you would you know do it that way all right to make sense well we want to tell you that you can rate us on itunes so you can hop on over to itunes and listen to us watch us rate us give us five stars we hope that we've earned five stars from you this season you can also go to youtube hit subscribe and like us and comment so you can comment on this reunion show on the season let us know how you felt about the after show how you felt about this season any of the listings and about this reunion so we will see you online (laughs) all right so just bringing it to an end emilia looked gorgeous gorgeous she always looks gorgeous yeah and i think that um their relationship seems to be going well Mm -hmm. but i still kind of have my fingers crossed for her because i don't know little hints of old ryan seem to be coming out a little bit when he was kind of laughing and Really yeah. digging into yeah. Frederick. Yeah. Little yeah. hints of old Ryan. But I mean, mm-hmm. it, look, these things take time. You don't change overnight. I do. But yeah. I think it's a work in progress. I think it is too. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with, you know, these guys for the next season. I'm sure that all three of them will be back. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they'll be as competitive as ever. Oh, yes. <laughs> will the Sky Garage ever get sold? I don't know. Well, that and the $40 million penthouse with Frederick. Yeah. Well, those two things, because those were the highest num- the highest listings that we saw this mm-hmm. season on the show. I don't know. I wonder if they will. I guess, well, they said you can check it out online. You can follow it and and find out if it does get sold or not. Yeah, there's and no those, pictures all of the Sky record. Garage, though. There's no, because it's still... Yeah, I, I the think there's still some still things. Yeah, I think there's still some things that need to be done. Get on it. I know. I mean, there's still. I don't. I don't know. I think they had a point about the commercial because remember when they were saying uh, you weren't showing the actual property in the commercial? Yeah, which is true. I mean, they I did agreed. the whole helicopter thing and the, and the the Ferrari and you know mm-hmm. all of that, but you didn't really get to see what it was. It just looked like you drive into this really cool place. Mm-hmm. The elevator takes you up in your car, and then yeah, you know, your feet, like, you're doing a fifty dollar thousand dollar commercial for an amenity. Yeah, essentially. Right. You know, you're exactly. Not, yeah. But he's trying and especially if you're trying to sell you're selling what was his market an international seller, yes. right? He wanted mm-hmm. he wanted an international buyer. And if that's the case, then you need to show them something because if I'm in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. I need to see. Right. But I've been saying that all season. I need to see. I, I guess know. you don't need to see. Anymore. I guess you don't. I'm behind the times. Apparently. I can't. I don't know. But. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, we have thoroughly enjoyed hosting this season of Million Dollar Listen. We're this so has been sad it's a over. lot of fun. We are sad that it's over. But hopefully we'll be back next season. And hopefully you'll continue with Million Dollar Listing and the other cities that they're in. And Miami. Oh, yeah. Miami is coming up next week. So hopefully you will uh, join in and check us out. Um We'll miss you. We will miss you a lot. And we thank you for joining in. And we hope that you have a wonderful summer. For Lauren Eversall, I am Jocelyn Polite. 
You can find me on Twitter at Jocelyn Polite. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Fancy Hippie. All right. We will see you next year. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 